Hello and welcome. It's me, Roddy Cyrus, and back with you another on and off the pitch podcast. We are looking at the Academy again. It's part of the future series, The Real Deal. I'm joined once more by David, the social media manager for the Barmy Army. How are you, David? We've actually, we've actually renamed it now. It's a social media officer now. If so, you don't mind. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> pen, pen, you social, <laughs> social media officer. Mm-hmm. No, right. no, I'm only kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, do you have to report into someone? There you go. Oh, no, no. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> How are you? You good? Yeah, good, thank you. Enjoying yeah. the weather? Yeah, it's been nice. It's been nice. Well, it's definitely nice down here in London. It's been warm, but, you know, I know the weather in Manchester always slightly oh, different. Listen, no, the past three days, it's not a cloud in the sky. It's just, I mean, I don't know if you can see, my arm's gone. Look. You, you, you've gone a little bit, you've gone a little bit, um, you've gone, you've got, you've got sunburn. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's good. I don't, you know, I never, I never prepare, so. <laughs> and I think you can see there's a little bit of the sun coming through my blinds. It's, it's catching me on the head. Looks like I've got a bald spot there. Look, there it is. Yeah, through the blinds. <laughs> so, that's, so I'm going to do that throughout, throughout, throughout the recording. Right. Okay. Let's get into it. Mind, 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 the, mind the sign. Um, We've looked at three young guys already, um, Gomez, Greenwood, and Chung. We spoke last time about Greenwood um, getting his chance with the, the, the first team, and I was hesitant about it. I wasn't sure. You were saying, you know, it'd be good experience for him. We know what the result is now. Um, the Things didn't go we to plan. Yeah, of course he didn't, but I'm still glad he played. He showed us what he could do last week. For me, he was the man of the match for United. Mm. And, you know, his confidence was there. You know, he was going for balls. He was all over the place. I mean, I was speaking to a friend of mine. And I said, where do you think he played? Was he left-sided, right-sided, through the middle? And you couldn't tell yeah. because he was all over the place. And, you know, it's a big thing that compared to someone like Lukaku who's in the same position the whole game. Mm. You know, I was very impressed with Greenwood. Yeah, it, I, I, at one point I was looking to see if Lukaku was playing because you know he's quite static, and yeah, uh, you know exactly. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't sure that if he was actually included in the squad and you know the cameras weren't picking him up. But I will say that his movement um, off the ball as a as a main striker for Manchester United was really good for someone so young. You could see that he was intelligent in terms of moving off of the the two centre backs and uh, looking at it from. I would say slightly biased eyes because I'm a Manchester United fan. You would say that his movement was m- even slightly better than Rashford's. Of course, I, th- I totally agree. And our major chances, apart from Rashford's in the second half, that header came through Greenwood. They yeah. had that that header in the first half, which was a lovely ball by Pereira over the yeah. top. That he headed. I mean, it was a soft header, but he was there to create the chance. And then they had that one that hit the post as well. I mean, I was fully impressed with him. Yeah. And, you know, if he, that's, this is what I was saying to you last week. If he carries on playing like this, he'll get a goal. His confidence will go up, and then the world's his oyster. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still on the. Um, let's be. I know you say he was man of the match, and we have to remember he's still no, a boy. He was, he was United's man of the match. Was, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right. Let's leave him alone for a moment and yep. focus on this guy. Um, I'm going to say it will James Garner be the unsung hero from the academy because no one's really talked about him but you know when you've watched this academy team develop uh, over this season 
What can you tell me about this guy? For me, he's my favourite player. I love watching Jimmy. I think he's he's brilliant. He's a, just an old-fashioned midfielder. No nonsense. Gets the ball, looks for a pass, get, gets that pass away. Over the top, you know, across the ground. You know, if he, if he has to go back to goal, he'll do it. He's just a proper, proper uh, midfielder. And he's, you say he's not um, spoken of. And you're probably right there. But if you if you go down to Carrington, you know, speak to coaches and the scouts, the United scouts, every one of them will say the same thing. Jimmy Garner's their favourite player. They all love him. And until you watch him thoroughly, you can't really understand why. Because he's not a showstopper. He's not scoring goals left, right, and centre. Although he can score, um, he's not taking. You know, he's not the free kick taker. He's not. You know, he's just. He's a brilliant, brilliant player. And it's no coincidence that he was picked for the Academy Player of the Year and Reserve Player of the Year by both Neil Ryan and Ricky Sprazier because he's played in both teams this year and, and for them, I, I feel, they, they both think he was their best player. When Gomez was asked on um, for the awards, who who would he pick? And he said straight away, James. He with James and Chong yeah. and he had no hesitation. He said straight away, James. Yeah, And, and to be honest, sometimes... You can have praise. Some people say self-praise is not praise at all. But I think when you're praised by your peers and they know the qualities that you bring to the game and, and everyone's talked about Gomez and everyone's talked about Chong and Greenwood, but when you have individuals within that 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 bunch that, that everyone ex expects to do well, when they look beyond the three and say, no, this is the guy. This This yeah. is the guy that we look to to kind of like be the base of our success, it's quite. Yeah. I think it's quite nice for him. I, I really do, and he's, he's he's not. You know, he's quite laid back. He's not modest or anything. He's and you just really notice it when he doesn't play. Like the 18s, when he plays, we just look a much better team. Even though he's not a player that you go, wow, look at what he's doing. He just we're just a better team without him, with him in. Sorry, and um, like Greenwood's moved up. Obviously, we don't have Chong and Gomez in the 18s. But when Greenwood moves up, we've got other players who are doing well, like um, Alanga and, and Damani and stuff like that. But when Jimmy's not playing, you can really tell he's not playing there. And I think it's the same now with the reserves, considering he's, what, eight, I think he's still 18. And he's probably their most important player. Yeah. Do you know something? As you, you, you say that you notice, which is kind of leads on to the next question, what's his best attributes and what's his worst? Best by a mile is his passing. Yeah. He, can, he, can see, he can see a pass that nobody else can. Especially, I know I know you don't like talking about assists. assists. <laughs> yeah. No, but, yeah, but like you said, assists are just good passes. Yeah. And last season, majority of Greenwood's goals for the 18s came through Garner. And they weren't just like, you know, across to him. And they were long through balls that, you know, he, I remember we played. Um, Wolves at their training ground, and it was um, we're getting beat one nil. Oh, no, no, we didn't get beat. It was nil nil. Sorry. And then ninety minutes are up, and then we're into um, injury time. And then out of nowhere, James just pulls out two unbelievable passes to both to Greenwood, and then he puts it, and we end up winning two nil, which out of nothing. But then they were good goals that um, Mason scored. But if it wasn't for James, it'd have been. Nowhere, you know, he made them goals. Yeah, 
and and his worst attribute. I don't know if he's a worst. Has he got a worse attribute? I, I really. I, well, it's, it's I kind of a pr provocative question from myself, really. Yeah, I know. I can't really knock him. I've, you know, he's. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say he's got a bad attribute. No. Um, I've on the screen, and this is the statistics that I've got for him. It's quite difficult to get some of the stats for the academy, and yeah, if they're I accurate. Especially with, because he's not a goal scorer. You yeah. don't get the. Yeah. You don't get the, the, the breakdown. Uh, it looks, from what I was able to 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 find, is that he's played twenty five games across all competitions this season, and the goals generally, it looks like he scored two goals. I mean, would you say roughly is that kind of accurate in terms of? Yeah, I think one of them was for the under nineteens in the youth league. Yeah, he might have been in the youth league actually, because, like I say, he's not a really goal scorer. He's um, he sits back a bit really. And he yeah. just looks for the pass. He's, he, people compare him to Michael Carrick in a way, like he was. Yeah. He just you know, sits back, sees where the pass needs to be. He's a completely different player, but I can see where the similarities lie. What, I mean, when you say uh, people um, like him to Michael Carrick, is, is that on the passing ability side or in the fact that Michael Carrick was seen to be or known to be a quiet character and Garner is in the same mould as that? I think, someone... it's, I think it's... Yeah, I... I I don't think it's that, even though there is similarities there. But I think it's mainly because of his passing ability. He'll, you'll see sometimes he'll get the ball and he'll two second look up and he'll know exactly where the ball's going. You mean he's not going to do a, a step over and a step over and a step no, over? No, I mean if he if he had got a march forward with the ball, he will. He's this. This is what I really like about him. His decision making is if there isn't a pass, he'll try and create something. Or if he can't create something, he'll just give it to someone else and try and create space because. He's always looking to create things. He's always looking for the team to do better. He's not. He's not out to be, you know, man of the match, win golden boot. There's that. He just wants a team. You can see he just wants the team to do well. He's like, it's a cliche, but he is the engine of the team. If you know what I mean. Yeah, it's it's what people would say in the business world. He's a company man. He understands yeah. what the company needs, and he's prepared to sacrifice his. You know his immediate glory for the betterment of the team, which is kind of a quality that you don't you don't necessarily see, but also one of the reasons why no one talks about him as much as the other three. He's not he's not got flair. That's the thing. Greenwood, like I said, a couple of step overs, boom, top left corner, and yeah. you think what a goal. Gomez, he's tricky with the ball, close to his feet. He'll take people on. Chong, he's got the speed. He goes past people, crosses the ball in, where. That's not that's not James at all. He's he's just he's just a good good player that doesn't need to do anything like fancy. He just does it. Yeah. Do you know? Um. I mean, we have obviously throughout the the podcast compared the first three in terms of who will make it in terms of getting a first team place or establishing themselves in the first team and ranking them in order in terms of uh, I would say skill. You know, let for a better word, um, Garner was not in the top three that were obviously talked about by everyone under the sun. Where do you rate him in comparison to the others? For me, he's he's my favourite. And if favorite. anyone's going to make if anyone's going to make it, he will. And it's it basically you're saying he's the is the underrated the the, the man from the shadows is basically yeah, the like, one that will step out into the arena and and do well. Exactly, but it's, it's, you say he's underrated, and people it's only. Fans, you don't see because the highlight reel you see on YouTube and stuff, you never really see 
James. It's just usually, obviously, the goal scorers or you know, or great tackling from you know a centre back. But everyone you talk to is in the know, and everyone at Carrington, they all they all know he's he's the player. Yeah, I'm gonna ask you know, everyone he's, who's he's, watching. He came, to... he, um, I, I, the thing for me was watching him. I was I was in my local bar watching the Palace game earlier in the season. Yeah. When he came, when he came on as a sub, if you watch all the all the coaches, every single one of them go up to him. They, you know, clasp his hand, and they've all got massive smiles on their faces <laughs> because they know he deserves it. You know, he's yeah. their type of player. Yeah, he's the kind of. I'm going to ask everyone who's watching to see whether or not they agree with you, David, in terms of um, whether he'll definitely be the one to make it. You can let us know in the comments, or, or you know, can you can actually contact David directly uh, on? The, is it? Let, let us know what that is. The Academy Review. How do you find? How yeah. do people find you? Uh, yeah, Academy Review on Twitter and Instagram, but um, my personal Twitter is David J Pritz, P R I T T, and. Yeah, I've got. I've got any followers on there. So no. <laughs> it's, it's just a handful of individuals. But let it's, it'll be interesting for for everyone who's watching to 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 let us know what they think. They've already spoken to us about who's next in, in the podcast. We'll, we'll get to that later. But you believe he's going to be the one to step out of the shadows and and be successful out of all of the ones that we've talked about so well, far. If you say step out of the shadows, I don't think he's in the shadows. For me, he's he's just doing his job. Yeah. I, I, if you put him in any team, he'll just do the job. But you know what's needed, and but he's not—that's put him down a bit, really. Sorry. No, well, no, I mean, it's not. It's not, not like, like saying that it sounds like he's a John O'Shea type. You just stick him in, and he'll do a job. He's not like that. He's he's good, good midfielder. He's got a great pass. You know, he can see—he he sees things other people don't see. No cussing to John O'Shea. <laughs> no cussing. I'm not going to go at John O'Shea, but you know, I like John O'Shea. But yeah, don't we all? But you know, he, he wasn't the best midfielder in the world, was he? He wasn't. You know, he, he did a job. Yeah, like, I, uh, I couldn't. Ball. I couldn't quite I'm, work. I'm out. not saying that's what Jimmy's going to do. I couldn't I'm work out what John O'Shea's position keep him was. In there he'll do the job. Yeah, yeah. goalkeeper at one point. <laughs> um. I know that we've uh, kind of we've kind of mentioned it, and when I say the shadows, it's really, you know, wherever there is light shone, there is going to be shadow in some form. And I say the shadows not in a detrimental way about James Gunn, because I say, you know, when you you as a Man United fan, everyone talks about the glitz and the glamour and those players that do the step over and have a fancy trick. It's and and this is a question that I hadn't even really thought of before, but I'm thinking about it now. When you think about all of the players that have come out of the academy over the years, forever how long you've been following United, has there ever been um, the focus on defensive midfielders or, or quiet type midfielders or defenders as there has been now? Because primarily it's always been, even when Pogba was in the youth scene, it was always about the, the attacking flair. Pogba, Ravel Morrison, some mention of that, but you never really spoke about the back four any one of the the, the fullbacks, the, the goal, the, those players are almost fodder for for yeah. for the stars, and it's like we we cherry pick the 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 ones that stand out from that group, and then bin the rest. And it's and I, the reason I say from the shadows about James Gunn is not because I don't think he's good enough. I just think because of all of the chatter on social media and whatever group, whether it's WhatsApp or whatever else, everyone talks about Gomez, Greenwood, and Chong. All the time. It's because people want to see the excitement. 
Nobody wants to see the tackles of the season. Nobody wants to see passes of the season. Oh, I, want to see I goal do. Of the season. Yeah, but majority of people want to see goal of the season. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's it's that's that's the problem with it. But talking about players, probably most recent time they're both still part of the club is um, Axel Tunzebi and Semifi Fasu Mensa. Fasu Mensa for me, he was a defensive midfielder. Mm. You know, he's obviously been playing right back because when United needed a right back, they stuck him there and he did a job. So now he's gone on loan, wherever, and he's a right back. But he's like a Claude Makélélé, win the ball and pass it on. He, for me, he was one of the best at it, did and that's what's really disappointing for me—not seeing him in that position. Uh, and and it's really it's funny you say that because obviously because you've got the insight, you go to the academy. Everyone I know, right, when they talked about Fosu Mensah, they said he's a right back. All the United fans said, yeah, he's a right-back. He's going to be the next yeah, right-back. He was a right-back gonna... for the first team. Yeah, but he's not we a right-back. Right we yeah. had no right-back, so they stuck him there and he did a great job. Well, you yeah. know, and he really did do a good job. If he didn't get injured at, against Spurs that time away, mm. you know, he'd probably still be... He wouldn't be on, on loan. He'd still be playing, probably. I think he has an injury now as well. Yeah, there's a bit of speculation what's going to happen with him, but I really hope with Solskjaer now they're going to bring him and Tunzebi on tour. You know, and yeah. sort them out, see what, see what he really thinks of them. Oh, gosh, the tour. Let's not talk about the tour. It's, you know. Well, I'll tell you one thing about the tour. Yeah. When they sit down and say, right, which players are we bringing from the academy and the reserves? Number one will be James Garner. Really? I think number one, will, they'll, they'll pick him and then probably Greenwood after him. Right, and, and this is a question that I've asked you before in relation to definitely Gomez. Um, is there a player in the first team of Manchester United, who we love so much, um, who is similar to, and if he were given a place in the first 11, whose position would he take? Uh, no, I wouldn't say there's anyone like him in the team at the moment. They have been in the past, but not at the moment. But anyone in the midfield, <laughs> which really just get rid of Fred. Get, you know. Fred. Pereira, for example, I, I, I love Pereira. He was one of my favourite players to watch. But he's just done team to cut it in the first team. Tight. So yeah, yeah. He's, he's, so why not him? Yeah. So okay. So so but career is gone. Fred, Fred, get rid. Of get rid of Fred. <laughs> yeah. So well, that, we got Fred. That, that he takes... a, yeah, he's got horns and a tail. We've got him on the side of the pitch. We don't need another one. You don't need another one. You don't need another one. Oh god, that's so funny. Um, let me just see. I think I've got something here. I don't know if that's any good. Um, just just basic information that I've found about this young man, which hopefully we can bring over. My screen will stop messing around. There it is. Um, oh, there you are. You're back. It says Ghana was currently part of the England under seventeen. He was England under seventeen captain, and was part yep. of the side who reached the semi-finals of the European under 17s championship earlier in the summer so obviously that information was taken at the beginning of the season you could have asked me I, I, I went to a few of them games <laughs> I bet you did um, <laughs> yeah well actually I went to um, so it's a shame how it works with it. at this point last season we were still the under 18s were still playing we had a final against Chelsea so the under 17 tournament started before the end of the season yeah. like it's on now currently I think Spain are playing Holland Um. So I'm, the first game I managed to go to was at Walsall and it was Italy against England and Jimmy was captain and Ethan Laird played in it as well. Mm. But um, 
they tried to get Greenwood in the team as well. But the problem was that United wanted, wanted him in the tour. They wanted to give him a rest before he, he went on the tour. And England really had a good chance. And James was, he really, you know, deserved to be the captain. He was a great player. And then I watched the other England game was the semi-finals against um, Holland. And Ethan was banned for that game, if I remember rightly. Yeah, he was sat, I remember, he was back, so we didn't have a proper left back. And we were lucky, really, because Holland are a great team. And there was um, a player who was the right winger called Mohamed Ihatara, who, if you ever look him up, have a look at him, he's phenomenal. I'd love him at United. But they managed to get it to penalty shootouts and lost on penalty shootouts, unfortunately. But um, Steve Cooper, the manager, had nothing but praise for James. And he's currently under 18 captain now. So, you know, the different manager has got him. He's already put him as captain. They've all got faith in him. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was just a shame because they, they could have gone all the way. The only If they won that game... They've been in the final against Italy, who they previously won, beat, sorry, and um, yeah, so it's Holland-Italy final, and then when that went to penalty shootout, again, Holland ended up winning. Yeah, well, it's it's good to see that he's obviously good enough to play for um, the national side at that age, and they, they hold him in high esteem, and it for me, it always says something about a player or a person when they're captain of, of a team at such a young age. And considering all of the kerfuffle around the first team that we've probably got right now, I'm going to ask you a question. I don't know if you remember, but would Pogba ever have been captain of the United reserve team or academy team? Was he captain? I don't think he was. Mm. It's been a it's been a while since I saw him. I don't I don't recall that ever being mentioned at all. I think, if I remember rightly. Captain was yeah. Michael Keane of that era. Yeah, yeah. Don't think. So no, I don't was. think he had a captain. Yeah. Some but things you learn. Yeah, but that was a. I don't think captain at, at reserve level. I don't think it really matters who the captain is. No. Because the uh, the manager's in charge. If you, <laughs> you because know, there's there's no massive crowd to to um, dampen him out. He's barking orders at the side, especially when it, Warren, it was Warren Joyce. It's not not good, not good. Um, what I was going to say to you in terms of, I mean, he's been at the club how long now? What age he did he? Yeah. Before he was ten. Okay, so again, I mean, it's this all. I mean, like this this thing. I, I mean, we've mentioned it before about players signing so young, but I'm I'm hopeful considering all of the things that we've talked about uh, about Gomez and and Chung and Greenwood. James Garner is the one that actually, as I say, come up, steps out of the shadows and, and to be the unsung hero. But, you know, the, we mentioned with Chong and especially um, Gomez that sometimes he might be pushed off the ball in terms of his, his strength. You know, I don't know if, if, from what I've seen of James Garner, would he be able to cut it? I mean, would he have made much difference against, you know, the likes of Cardiff, who United struggled to up a, a meaningful fight against on the last day of the season would he have held his own I think so because he's not a kind of player who's bustling with the opposition he's always finding space yeah. and then passing the ball on he's not you know he's not taking people on most of the time he, I mean he can do but he's yeah it's different you know comparing 
plays like that because he'd have found the space and then found a pass. That, yeah. That's his game. Yeah, is he afraid to tackle? No, no, he'll go for a tackle. Yeah, because I did see on some information. He's, he's, to be fair, he's quite laid back. He's um, yeah. like he'll go for a tackle and he'll just get up. Or if he gets fouled, he'll get up. He, yeah, he's not aggressive with it. Yeah, so, some, some of the others in the 18s are. <laughs> <laughs> so I say that he would. Um, he's definitely not someone who's shy away from actually uh, tracking I'll tell you, back. I, I think that happened this season. What game was it? It might be Middlesbrough. Was it nil nil? Anyway, we're playing at Carrington, and he went in for a tackle. And for me, he won the ball, and he got a yellow card. And um, he was just a bit cautious after that. He was, you know, he didn't want that second yellow, and. Yeah. It took him out of the game in a way, but I spoke to him afterwards, and he was—you could see—he was not upset. He was annoyed, you know. About, you know, I couldn't do anything after that. I you know, if I dived in for another challenge, you know, if I got a yellow, I'd have been off. And he, but he because he he was concerned that he was sent. If he got sent off, it detriment the team. He wasn't bothered about himself. He was—he didn't want the team to lose a player. Mm. I, well, to not to be like something, it's really good because I watched them. Um, I don't know if you did yesterday as well. Watched the. The, the game between Derby and Leeds. And no, was, I, I saw the highlights this morning. Yeah, there were some, some, let's just say, some robust challenges going on there. And from seasoned professionals, some of the tackling, which cause a few to get sent off. And you just think, you know, it's, it's good when a player is reflective when they get a yellow card about whether or not they the, the next tackle that they do Will, will impact on the team in a detrimental way. And obviously, I think, you know, being so young and him already thinking that way, he will he will try and modify his game to a certain degree, not yeah. only so much that he tackles, but knowing if that happens again, what he needs to do to add to his game and help the team. Yeah, he's, what you got to realise as well is the referee at under-18 level, it's, it's not all... You get some referees, for example, which I like, where challenges will go in, you know, the players will push each other, and they'll just grab them aside and warn them, say, listen, I don't want to book you, just, you know, watch it. If I, if, I'm, yeah. if you carry on, I'm going to have to book you. And then you get other referees, the first challenge goes in, straight, you know, yellow. It's, <laughs> some referees are good because they know they're, they're dealing with youngsters. Yeah. You get fined when they get the yellow cards. And stuff Do they? And stuff. So, some, you know, some referees are good with them. They just, they do talk to them and they, throughout the game and you know, but you just get other ones who are just yeah. the card happy. There's no consistency in the under 18 level with yeah. referees. I, I wouldn't even say, you know what, it reminds me of my playing days. And I remember my manager saying to the team, saying, whatever you do, don't speak to the ref. And I think we conceded a free kick within five minutes. And I, I, I said, ref, what's that for? And he, he, he booked me. He booked me. Well, I, well <laughs> I won't say what, what player it is, but there's a player for the 18s who might have wore the captain's armband quite a few times this season, so you can guess. Yeah. Who I've heard tell the ref to F off a few times. Yeah. And the referee's saying, just calm down. I don't want to hear any more of that. You know? <laughs> and, you think, and I'm on the side of the thing thinking, how did he get away with that? Yeah, no, I mean, the referee that I, well, my team, obviously, when we were playing, he was, like, he was a tyrant. We'd been warned, don't say anything. And I literally said, what was that for? Nothing else. There was no abusive language or anything. And he pulled out the yellow card. And that was five minutes into the game. So I can understand why James Garner would be like... Because I kind of like went through the rest of the game thinking, how am I going to deal with this? But obviously, I played at a time when you could tackle. Not you know, yeah. <laughs> not, not now when 
young I mean, you have to brush them. Like, that's what I kind of like with the under-18s. I mean, you, they play at Carrington, the home games, and or away games, you should let up someone else's training ground. But for me, it's, explain it, it's like watching a Sunday league game, better quality, mind you, but the t- of the team you support, because you're right against the pitch, you yeah. know, you hear everything that's going on, you hear the manager shouting, you see everything that's going on. It's a completely different experience. And I recommend, you know, anyone that gets the opportunity to, to go and watch him. Yeah. It really be... is a different experience. Let, let's uh, where, where are they playing? Are they playing in Manchester or are they, they in Wigan? <laughs> no, no, no. The 18s <laughs> play in um, at Carrington and then sometimes at the Cliff as well. Oh, good. I have to say thank you, David, for actually taking me to... Uh, Oh, out in the sticks. Yeah, yeah, honestly, to go and see the Manchester United women, which we were talking about on another podcast. Well, well that's where the, the reserves play as well. Yeah. So, you know, I, I go there quite a lot just to watch yeah. like people like Jimmy and stuff. Oh, God. But it's, it's a, if, you, if you don't drive there, it's a nightmare to get to. Uh, honestly, I think you might have to buy yourself a caravan or a Winnebago because, you know, it's, it's yeah. It's a I've, trick. I've had, this, I've had this discussion many times with people. Of the, one of the main things I'm jealous of over City. I mean, don't get me wrong, they've won the league. Yeah. Apart but from that. One thing. The main thing is they've got that academy stadium right next to their ground, and it encourages more people to go as well. You know, because you can have a game. Because most kickoffs are at eleven o'clock on a Saturday morning. Yeah. So say like City are playing at three, you can go and watch the game at eleven. Then when it's finished, go over the road to the main stadium. Mm. And that's, I mean, when it's when it's a double header with United, it's not too bad because Carrington's not too far. But you luckily get a lift back to Old Trafford, but you're like rushing to get to the ground straight afterwards. You yeah, it, and and that's what you know in terms of forward thinking, uh, um, club wide, that makes sense. Um, I think there's a lot of people at the club that want it. Yeah, but there's people who are at the top who don't like to get their wallets out. Mm, I wonder who they are. Uh, <laughs> let's not say um, James Garner in terms of his um, when he does score when he does shoot is he naturally two footed is he predominantly right footed left footed I think he's predominantly he's predominantly one footed yeah but yeah. I, I don't think that, you know he can pass with his other foot but long range passes it's yeah mainly on his on his stronger foot but yeah you don't really notice it with him yeah you know because he's not having a, if you don't need to have a shot for example like, like Greenwood if he's if he's on goal and he's easy to get a shot off his left, he'll have it with his left. If he's easy to his right, it's his right. Where James will just get the ball and get a pass away. He's got the space most of the time. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's space good. And time, yeah. Out of ten. Ten. Oh, you've rated him high out of ten. Guys, let yeah. me know what you think. Um, David I, says I out of ten, I, he's rated him ten. Give, give him a ten point one because I give Greenwood a ten, and for me, I, I prefer Jimmy. <laughs> God, we're gonna well, have to. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll give. I'll take take it back from Greenwood. I'll say Greenwood's a nine point nine, and James is a ten. Ten. Oh, look at that. See, we're editing as we go along. Greenwood has been, and that's, and you know why you've done that as well because he played with the first team. But he was. He didn't put a foot wrong. He was fine. In that, do you know something? I've got over this. When he had that chance and the ball came to him and he hit it, and I thought he's going to hit it with his left, and he hit it with his right, and it went in the near post and the side and I thought this is not what we discussed on the pod he's naturally yeah he's not he's naturally left footed but he'll shoot with whatever yeah. foot he needs to yeah I thought he chose the wrong foot to shoot with that's what I thought yeah criticising a young 17 year old for 
for playing in front of 35,000. I told you. I was a bit nervous. I told you that would happen. I told you that would happen. More of that and he'll, he'll come good. Yeah, no worries. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm, I, I for one didn't hold it against him because I could see that he was smart enough to make the movement in the first place. And even with that, he, 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 he continued. Um, but but what, he, what I will say, and I did say this last week, the Old Trafford crowd adored him. You know, yeah. when he got the ball, everyone encouraged him to do, because people worked, always want to see a young player who in the academy do well. Mm. And even like when, when he had a, there was one shot where he, he wasn't that good. He didn't get booed. You know, other, other, oh, people go, oh, you know, that would have happened with another player, but they yeah. just applauded him. You know, he had a yeah. go. And that's always, that's what I really love about the United fans. They'll always stick up for the younger players. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, to be honest, that's good. I'm great. I'm, you know, like I said, I was fearful and I, I still am slightly in terms of the personnel that are still in the first team. But obviously, it was a good experience for him. I'm hoping, as you are, that um, James Garner is included in, in the tour for the it first definitely. team. He, if, he went last year as well. He, yeah. He, 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 I mean, Mourinho rated him, and he's not a Mourinho type of player. Yeah, well, you know, Mourinho's been in the news a lot lately. Let's not dwell on him too much, because I, <laughs> I know he's been saying a few things. But if he rated James Garner, that's a good thing. You, you, with so many players potentially leaving... Potentially, um, do you rate his chances of being in the first eleven um, highly? And if you were to if you were to do it out of a hundred percent, what would it be? Um, well, let's just put it this way: I don't think he'll be starting many games next season. Okay, but I will think he'll come off on come off the bench and come on. Okay, um, so you're saying he's, he's, got he, he's, he's still eighteen? Yeah. Well, is he even any, to be honest, I don't even know if he is 18 or yeah. he's still 17. Yeah. Or if he is 18, he's only just turned 18. Yeah, I think he might have just... So, so um, you just got to be patient with these type of players. You don't want to rush him in and ruin him. Just slowly build him in. You know, he'll still be playing for the reserves next season. But there'll be games where he's, he's with the first team. And that's and then I think it's the same. You've got to give him, from this point on, two, two to three seasons to be to say, right, he's a regular yeah, well, I mean, and that's quite good. We're good. We're not. We're not saying he's going to be established immediately. We're giving him two to three years, and and to be honest, when you think about how people frequently forget when they say young player and they use Lingard, he's twenty seven. Yeah. Um, so you know, and and let's be honest, he's been given plenty of opportunity to create a career at Manchester United. We're not expecting the the three that we discussed before or um, James Garner to be established within the next two years as fully fledged. But if he if he is, if he's if he develops in the way that he would want, because it's not about what we want as fans, it's about he would want, he might want to see himself um, as an as, as an established squad member in the first team, definitely. And I think yeah. you know, hopefully, fingers crossed, if Oli is still in post by this time next year that might happen I still think though any manager if, if you know I knock on wood it doesn't happen if Ole goes and we get another manager in we've got listen if, if you're the manager of Manchester United you must have some football knowledge and when you see see him you, they'll know he's yeah the player to keep around. It's, it's funny when we say the manager, if only the knowledge went a little bit be, beyond the manager and further up the chain, that might <laughs> that might help the situation. You're, not, you're not talking about the Build a Bonfire song that was sung on Sunday, are you? 
No, 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 not at all. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. I would never do anything like that at all. Not at all. Oh, gosh. I think we're literally running to time because I'm conscious that we've got to do a few other things as well. I'm going to ask you, uh, where can we find you again, David, uh, so that guys so can get in contact? So if you just want to see what I'm doing day-to-day daft stuff, just David J. Pritz on Twitter. Uh, it's not daft stuff. It's not daft. And uh, Of course it is. <laughs> and then um, my academy stuff, which, so if the Twitter's going to be a bit not much happening until pre-season, which is academy review. So I just like live blog the games from there. You know, so if there's a chance, I'll tell you what's happening and goal. And Instagram is where I put all the pictures from all the games I go to. That's brilliant stuff. And that's Academy Review too. So if you want to uh, give them a follow, I'll be, yeah, brilliant. Make sure you do, please. And you can follow me, obviously, on Twitter. Please make sure that you like, share and subscribe. Uh, share your comments with both David and myself. Um, in fact, before I go, I need to make sure I do this. Got to go into the mobile. Bum, bum, bum. Let's see who was next up on the list, David. Do you do you remember who was next up? I, I, I do think if we do one next week, yeah, it shouldn't be about a certain player. I think we should talk about a couple. We should talk about a couple. This one is from Stelios. Thank you, Stelios. Dillian Levitt. Dylan. Dylan. Dylan Levitt. Yeah. yeah. Right. Big fan of him. Big fan of him. So we can do that next week. Dylan Levitt, thank you, Stelios. You answer. So can you let us know who's next on the list from the Academy? We're going through them slowly. We'll do a couple, which would be great. I'm going to ask you again to please make sure that you like, share and subscribe. Comments in the video, comments on Twitter, comments to David at Academy Review and his personal, etc., etc. So until next week, um, we'll say goodbye. And uh, hope you're all very, very safe until then. Right, bye for now.